Yo, what's going on? Cam New here, and you watching Undefined with no other than Josina Anderson. Well, welcome to another edition of Undefined with Josina Anderson, hosted by yours truly. And tonight, we have a very special guest, three-time Pro Bowler, 2011 Rookie of the Year, 2015 MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, Played for the Panthers, played for the Patriots. Cam Newton in the building. The very night at the Met Gala is going on in New York City. You know Cam Newton is iconic and known for his fashion and his style. Other than being a tremendous quarterback in the National Football League, father, businessman, <laughs> and all that other stuff. So we are definitely going to bring him in. But before I do, really quickly, I want to let you know where you can find the pod on the Odyssey app or just wherever you get your pods or just go to undefinedwithjocinaanderson.com. But without further delay, let's get to Cam Newton. Hold on. Well, look a look a who it is. Cam Newton yeah. in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, Cam? What's going on with you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Where are you at right now? Man, I'm in ATL, shouty. You in yeah, ATL? Man. Okay, but yes, you also man. just came from the gym or working out, right? Yes, ma'am. I did, definitely. I um you know, working out these days you gotta you gotta really uh, think outside the box. I've been taking on tennis, so been doing that a lot, trying to keep my cardio up rather than just running and walking and running and walking. So it's like I can find some hold some on, solitude. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you said you were working out tonight and that you were just getting off your workout and try come into my show, here I am thinking, mm -hmm. you know, you practicing your 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 intermediate routes, you know, as far <laughs> as the, the passing and all this stuff. But here you are getting your Pete Sampras on yeah. and your Serena Williams on. Why yeah. tennis? Man, you know, like I said, you got to think outside the box these days. Mm -hmm. You know, so much of who I am now and what I'm becoming is is like I just want to stay active. Right. I never know when that phone call is going to happen. And I just have to make sure that I, I'm able to, you know, keep rocking and rolling, you know, strategically, you know. So there's so many similarities with tennis and, and actually football because it's reactive. You know, mm -hmm. where the ball goes, you got to react. So similar to the football field where like in the open field, you just got to react to the defender and vice versa. So uh, I've been trying to, you know, stay quick on my feet or light on my toes, as they would say. And who you who you trying to model? Who are you trying to model out there? Is it you know, uh, what do, what is his name? Uh, I can't even think right now. They call me Boogie. <laughs> they call me Boogie Agassi. Oh, Boogie you know? Agassi. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they you, call know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Pat Mac. What is it? Pat McEnroe and I can't even think of their names. Uh, yeah, uh, back back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Federer. There we go. Federer. Federer. Yeah. yeah. They, <laughs> I'm to I like just. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to max out. It's really learning the game too, you know, mm -hmm. 15 love, you know, advantage and all mm -hmm. these different things, rules and regulations. And it just goes to show you the greatness of tennis players and how athletic you have to be. 
and I'm such a you know a a, a person who's like in, intense and you can't always you know hit the ball as hard as you know you have to show finesse you know what I mean can and, you serve and, can you serve in, in yeah. within the lines yes okay yes. okay so you know crazy ironically enough so my uh my instructor um he's actually out of town right now but he kind of showed me this video to keep to get my juices going okay. and I seen Ocho Cinco and I was like oh hell no nah. like I, I I'm sorry I, I'm split <laughs> I was like oh nah he gonna have to see me okay you know what I'm saying? but it just gave me some type of competitive drive mm-hmm. um so yeah I seen Ocho and I was like oh yeah Ocho gotta come see me Oh, okay. 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 Well, first of all, I love it. I mean, we're going to get into all that, the athletic side, and and, and clearly there's a lot going on in the NFL, especially Mm -hmm. your career and things like that. But before we even get there, because the theme of the night, you know, with it being uh, the Met Gala going on in the, uh, excuse me, in New York, rather, I wanted to just, first of all, talk about you and Mm -hmm. your sense of style. I wanted you to just kind of tell me uh when did you get into fashion because i don't know some of the folks out there cam know that you and i were actually uh in paris together for paris uh fashion week i believe that was in 2020 we did that travis Mm -hmm. kelsey was out there for all of you who don't know what i'm talking about go to my instagram you can check that out but Mm -hmm. um what got you into fashion in the first place uh honestly man i was raised in church so uh Deep rooted South, where it's Pentecostal, where it's church all day. Um, and even though the Bible says, Come as you are, my grandmother was going for that. So we had to make sure our shoes was polished. Uh, I took pride in really polishing my dad's shoes because, you know, he was a pastor, still is a bishop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would give me the, the, the job to, you know, polish his shoes and make sure everything is, you know, up to par. And as I started getting older, I took pride in really, uh, you know, putting outfits together. I, mm-hmm. I didn't come from much. So, you know, the two or three slacks that I did have, I tried to match and match as, as best I know how. And my mom taught me at an early age how to iron. Mm. So, you know, nowadays, you know, you got the steamer. That really wasn't me. Uh, I'm still a, a old school iron type of person. Mm. And uh, I remember in middle school for punishment, you know, my mom said, if that teacher called me one more time, you're going to school in church clothes. <laughs> and uh, boy, and sure enough, seventh grade, she called me. But you know, the thing, the thing still to this day, I, I cannot get embarrassed. Mm. So I think that was like a gift and a curse for that because I just love making people, you know, laugh or whatever. So when I went to school, I could not get embarrassed. They used to call, I used to wear glasses. So they was like, look at Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I just embraced it. You know what I'm saying? And I ended up having a a, a, a talent in football. So, you know, that Malcolm X kind of uh, joke didn't, didn't run its course. But you know, other than that, I just really love fashion and, and just... It wasn't it wasn't the labels more so than just being able to look comfortable in what you were in. Mm. Uh, even in high school, uh, my high school coach would would kind of get us in that mode to say, well, most high school, you know, uh, athletes at that time, they was wearing their um, jerseys and jeans and letterman jackets. Well, for us on game day, coach would tell us, uh, you know, to come dressed in business casual. Right. Mm. So. I was one of the guys that really took it serious and I felt comfortable 
you know, wearing slacks, wearing a polo shirt, wearing a button-down shirt. And to be honest with you, J-R-O-T-C was where mm. I learned how to tie my tie. Okay. And yeah, man. So my counselor put me in there for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think the good thing that came from it was, um, you know, I learned how to tie a tie. So, you know, mm. appreciate the appreciate the general or, or the colonel or whoever it was out of so how would you describe your style? I mean, both of us, first of all, we both dress for the occasion because later yeah. on in this show, we're going to review the Met Gala looks from tonight. So make sure you keep listening. For those right. of you who can't see and who are listening, Cam has on his navy blue, you know, uh, blazer here. Yep, you, you got you got your fedora. I got on a hot pink fedora. Make sure you check um, out the video version. How would you describe your style? Um, Eclectic. Mm, okay you know just many different phases many different you know genres and not like a lot of people are neapolitan when it comes to the style you, know, mm. you got your strawberry your vanilla and your chocolate well for me i'm i'm baskin robbins you okay. know i can go urban look i can go i can go suit and tie i can go preppy i can go many different things and you know it's in you it's not on you Mm. you know and even with this look I was trying to go match and match Mm -hmm. so even though you know the color may not match the the aesthetic it's still things placed in certain spots and I think the more that I um, you know the the older I get I started you know catching different things it's like yo like the lapel pin you know the pocket square Mm. bow tie Mm -hmm. uh, the Wisner uh tile you know just so many different things to add to the value do you want your belt to show you know and being intentional with it too uh a lot of times a lot of cats don't really you know understand it's not the label it's 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 you you know you don't you know the clothes don't wear you you wear the clothes you know what i'm saying so when i learned that and then especially going into the league where everybody got money you know you have to be able to do something that you know you can stick out so uh, I took pride in it. Yeah, because uh, at some point you really did get into working with a, a stylist, right? And and really kind of took that on more as you kind of popped up on the, you know, the runway scene as far as attending shows and things like that. Can you just kind of briefly describe when that was and, and when you hooked that up? Yeah. Well, so for me, I never really had a stylist. Okay. And, and somebody would say, somebody would look at this and be like, well, you needed a stylist because you ain't got no style, you know, but I don't hurt you. <laughs> you know. Okay, because I thought she was working with that lady when we was in Paris. I forget um, her name. H, uh, Rachel. Yes. Rachel. No, nah, Rachel, like, she the plug, though, for real, because okay. anybody who knows the fashion scene, mm-hmm. I think working with a person like Rachel, she was able to get you access. Okay. You, know, you could be the big names, but she's like the liaison from the brand to the the talent. She knew, she knew people. She knew people. Right. So okay. she'll say, okay, you guys are looking for talent. Well, Cam is interested or Travis is interested or Odell or, you know, t- whoever it is. And they're merging with and working alongside with brands. So, yeah, Rachel has helped me out over the years, of course. And we've, we've collabed with so many different things that... You know, even with her, she's amongst other people. But I think with her, she was a person that really kind of identified like, yo, a a great stylist is not a person who gives you, you know, the ideas to wear. They do some, but the great ones, they take what you like and they just bring it to life. 
You know what I'm saying? So uh, for me, I've always loved fashion and I gained more inspiration, to be honest with you, from females. Mm. Um, I love that. Tell me about that. Why? I think, you know, women have a more um, detailed approach to fashion than men do. You know, a a, a man is more, you know, or less about, you know, the look rather than the presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of women, they, you know, they like to match the earrings, you know, the lipstick to their outfit, uh, hairstyle. The fedora to the blue song come on top. Now, come on now. Like, come on, come now. on put it together. A flat, a flat versus a heel, a heelette versus, you know what I'm saying, a stiletto. Like, it's so many different things that even though, you know, coming from a man's perspective, I'm able to appreciate the details and that's really you know what what I've always been able to do is like just being intentional it's like I'm I want you to see my socks you know what I'm saying I, I want you to realize that I don't have no socks so you know so it's 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 a lot of intricate pieces about fashion that it's all for me about self-expression and do you feel like too because in that sense you know I feel like you see men being more comfortable with certain silhouettes as far as the pants being a little higher up to the mm-hmm. cap and wearing pink and expressing themselves even, you know, with makeup and, you know, wh- whether it be getting the hands in the feet, I mean, whatever detail that would traditionally, right. not I'm saying, but considered, right. you know, feminine or what have you, how, how do you feel, you know, the, the female or the male is embracing things that traditionally, you know, women would be looked on to embrace? Now, the thing that I would say that, I mean, you said everything right except for the makeup. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I'm not <laughs> the makeup. I don't know what I mean you, per yeah, se. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't I would, know if I there's would, anything wrong with that, but go ahead. Right. You know, um, the UFC fighter Izzy, mm. right? Uh, I remember watching one of his fights. And he had black um, French tip. Mm-hmm. It, no, it was like Tips. a French tip. Oh, okay. But he was like, he had like black nails, but the the white was like the little tip. And I was like, yo, uh-huh. I wouldn't do it, but it, you know, teach it, it's own. cool. Yeah, to yeah. each his own. I think it was pretty cool. And I seen a, you know, a bunch of people, you know, have fingernail paint. Um, you know, and every nail may have been different. One of them may have been a happy face. One of them may have been a frowny face. One of them may have been an emoji. And, you know, it's coming from me. Like, anything that requires you to express yourself without opening your mouth, like, I'm I'm for it. You know, mm-hmm. and you can gain inspiration from all type of different art. And, you know, that's where I'm at with it. You know, so... What Cameron, I mean, Cameron came on the scene way yeah. back in the day, the pink, wearing, the wearing pink, and yeah. at, at first I was like, okay, but now mm-hmm. I feel like everybody is embracing pink. I mean, you know, my husband in my mind, Jason Momoa, <laughs> on Instagram is, I mean, okay, you know, you're at Josie and Anderson, whatever, but um, <laughs> uh, he he always wears pink and his, you know, his pink yeah. scrunchie, but, but I love, first of all, what I, and I'm just joking, but what I love about that is, you know, men feeling comfortable with that, mm-hmm. and you know, um, especially men who are even more melanated. I feel like, you know, certain tones even complement their skin, you know, very well. But, oh, you know, sure. listen, I'm down with all men with all colors. Let's just make that sure. But moving on really quickly, who are some of your favorite designers? Oh, man. I mean, I, you got to go with the minority route, like the fear of God. Uh, mm. Rest in peace to Virgil. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you said Fear of God, Jerry Lorenzo, Virgil Jerry Lorenzo, yeah, like those, but that's not my everyday aesthetic, though. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm a person who genuinely, uh, like, I put it on every day. Like, mm. It's not even no facade to me. Like, like when I go to work now, you know, mm. and it may be a little different, but even when I was in the NFL, like, people would see me every day, and anybody who knows me know, like, Cam's going to dress up every day. No, mm-hmm. I'm not not this type of dress up, but I'm gonna be presentable. Where you know, my girl now she's like, yeah, babe, like you dress like you going to the club, but you going to the <laughs> office, and it's like, man, you never know. Like I'll be out all day, and I'll be ready for anything. You know, what I'm correct, saying? correct. So that, and that's you know what they say: stay ready, so you ain't got to get ready. So you know, even with that, everybody, you know. Uh, as she would say, she said, it don't take long for everybody to get bit by the cam bug. And that <laughs> means like, you know, you just dress up. So, Correct. you know, that's just something that I, I've, I've loved to always do. And mm-hmm. the way you present yourself is the way you, you know, that's the way, no, the way you dress is the way you are addressed. You're selling so, your brand every day. Right, come on now. But listen, so, I even get dressed to go, let me tell you, I get dressed to go to the airport Okay, so when I'm walking through, you know, I have, you know, my own little vibe I'm trying to set from my my travel flair. I mean, I remember, and let me tell you this one story. I remember this one time that I, you know, I was taking an early flight and it was like one of the few times I didn't put myself together. And of course, that was the day I'm sitting, you know, on this plane. And who walks on the plane, Cam Newton, but none other than Idris Elba. And I'm no up way. here, and I'm up here looking like, oh my gosh, I'm looking like the cabbage patch under the soil. I, I mean, it's just terrible. I had on my juicy couture, you no. know, hoodie and whatever, but my hair was like not flat ironed, no makeup, looking yeah. looking like 6 a.m. And I'm just and listen, I know he's married and everything, I'm like, you know, whatever. But I'm just saying still. But you, you still. You, <laughs> you still, never know. You know, maybe you want to cast me in a movie. <laughs> like, come on, no. Come on. Like, for real. Like, every day for me, I, I always take that as an opportunity to really say something about myself. You know what I'm saying? And, like, every day of the week is another opportunity that I could really see myself you know, in something else. Like I went through a phase of like, I was watching Yellowstone and like I had the John Dutton vibe where, you know, wearing cowboy boots and, you know, the cowboy hat and like, and that's just a little vibe, you know, or, you know, you could go with the, with the old vintage look, uh, um, um, a graphic tee, you know, that's just something to just throw on. Uh, and like nowadays I, I don't really value the shoes. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, ensemble, like, rather than the shoes. And I think in our culture, uh, it, the shoes start first. Mm. You feel me? But especially with grow, men. Especially yeah, with men. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Now it's the opposite. It's like, I could work. Now, granted, my shoes ain't bummy, but it's like, I put my shoes on last. Mm. No pun intended. Mm. But I just go into going and thinking, like, I would rather wear a basic shoe, mm. but the the outfit fire mm-hmm. rather than fire shoes and the outfit plain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so much to tell, and and ever since I've been really into hats, that's an expression in itself. You know, yes. from different uh, uh, different pieces that you can add. You can add cards, and the latest you know thing that I've been working with my hatter, um, you know, at Mashika, has been doing like I've been picking cards. So 
my cards have been the five of hearts mm-hmm. and the, the two of hearts. And okay. those all represent my children. So I have seven kids and obviously, you know, they're my heart. So, mm-hmm. you know, just telling a story within itself and, uh, you know, it's just something that always is to, to, to be able to tell. You know, it'd be really fun if you start throwing tarot cards in there and it's like, oh, you might pick the wrong tarot card for today. <laughs> but I do though. Like we, we got a, um, we got a, um, what is it? A Zodiac collection. Okay. So yeah. So check it out, man. If you, if, if you know, for anybody who's watching, Mashika, Mashika hats based in LA and Montana. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Well, you know what I'm really curious, Cam, too, is if you feel like, and, we're, and we're obviously we're going to get into these Met Gala looks really quickly here, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to know, do you ever feel like your way of dressing, uh, your hair, because at some point, obviously, you took on wearing, you know, the dreads, and uh, my yeah. parents are Jamaican, obviously, Jamaica is a center of Rastafarian culture, obviously, mm-hmm. although, although people practice that around the world. Do you ever yeah. feel like it impacted uh, you getting an NFL job, being accepted by a brand, or um, or just how you're looked upon as you, as far as employment and being the face of an organization. It's been hinted, mm. and it I'm 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 not changing, and I, I I this is one thing I do understand about my stance, especially with the NFL. Mm. It's such a prestigious brotherhood fraternity you know what i'm saying and whether i go back or not i always can be able to say i did it at a high level you know uh where i'm at right now in my life do i need the nfl no does the nfl need me hell no you know and i think that understanding is the reason why i'm able to kind of just be fine you know uh, but yeah, people have hinted towards and to say like, Cam, we want you to go back to the 2015 clean cut Cam. Mm. But yeah, that was a different me. Like right now where I'm at, it's really embracing, you know, who I am. Right. But My did children. you ever hear a, did you ever hear of a team specifically like when you were vying for, you know, job, particularly when you, you know, you came back, obviously you ended up with mm-hmm. the Panthers or whatever that. Um, you heard specifically that might have impacted as far as your look, the dreads, or just your style. No, or- you would, you would, you know, you would hints toward it, and you know, like I gained a lot of great counsel from a lot of people, right? And the thing that is always mentioned is, yo, Cam, you scaring people with how you look, and I would say, yo, like I'm not gonna name names, but. There's other quarterbacks that's in the league that don't look like me, but they got long hair. They don't scare them, do they? You know, so, I mean, we can go tit for tat and tat for tit with it, but I would love, I would just, you know, turn an eye to that and say, like, look, that's not the reason why I'm not in the NFL right now. Yeah, but I don't know that they're talking specifically, and let me be specific i'm not necessarily talking about the length of your hair obviously there mm-hmm. are people who have long hair lots of men with long hair i'm, I'm forgetting right. the cat that was a almost looked like a model that played linebacker for the um that played linebacker for the the green bay packers i'm Tony Hawk, uh Hawk, aj Hawk. aj Hawk. but then there was another one a, a pretty boy a pretty Clay boy matthews but, mm-hmm, there you go 
And, you know, so, I mean, I, I don't know if I've seen anybody whip a ponytail with that length, you know, yeah. doing his hand 16 times before getting him like he did. So it's not even about the yeah. length. I'm even talking about the ethnicity, the dreadlocks specifically. Yeah. Obviously, I don't have a problem with that. My parents are Jamaican, whatever, yeah. all this other stuff. But go ahead. But I would say, yeah, I don't know. You know, you would say Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tre- Trevor's a Georgia boy, so it's much love to him. But, um... You know, needless to say, man, I, I I hope I'm not, you know, being blackballed for that. But I don't I don't I don't think that that's the situation. I mean, I'm at a situation now where I'm not getting no younger. Uh, there's guys that, you know, are cheaper than me that probably can, you know, probably have a step up on me. It's it's discretionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm in a good space, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, some would think they can think what they want but the reality of it is you know who knows you know my 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 hair is deeply rooted in my culture and the people who look like me mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to impact and empower my community first mm-hmm. and you know if i'm not able to go back home when it's all said and done then come on now you know come on so you know whether I play, whether I do whatever I do, like my, I'm, I'm in Atlanta every single day. You know what mm. I'm saying? And you know the people where I go to the gas station when I go to the, you know, my regular rendezvous of life, and you know they look at me and they say, "Yo, man, you just like us." I'm like, "Yeah, bro. Like anybody can make it. If I could come from the same little hood and and and, and, and make the most of it." Hey doggy. That's <laughs> not that's Nala, by the way, making her debut because she's hey, gotta Nala. be curious now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but if 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 I'm able to really impact my community like that, then mm-hmm. you know, I've done my job. So um yeah. So I would say really quickly too, uh, and we're going to move on to the Met Gala here, but just while we're there, you know, cause even Lamar is very expressive with his hair, has no problem embracing no, ethnic sure. hairstyles and things like that. Um, clearly he just resigned and I'm going to ask you a little bit more about the football mm-hmm. aspect of that, but just from the style and hair standpoint, um, you know, what do you think about, you know, uh, Lamar's presentation and his brand, which is very true and authentic to himself yeah. and feel like that's had an impact on him. Of course. I wouldn't say it had an impact uh, because Lamar was a baller. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think... I mean, you know, and I'm talking about other teams accepting him oh, as a course. face of, face of, of their organization. But let's let's just keep it above. Please. Like, man, you try to you try to shape something out that you chasing ghosts. I ain't never heard Lamar get out of line. I ain't never heard Lamar get you know, a conduct detrimental. I ain't never heard him not be held accountable or do something senseless, you know, in the community. Every mm-hmm. time I seen Lamar, Lamar is doing something in this city of, of Florida where, you know, a lot of people who look like him are able to say, man, if he did it, I could do it. You know what I'm saying? And even with me, like you would love to be able to paint your picture of finger point something and say, man, look, he got kicked off the team because he was doing this, that, and the third. That never happened. So if none of that happened you got to accept people for who they are and especially in this day and age where you accept other things so if we're talking about hair and presentation like that's surface level stuff well you obviously know, there are quarterbacks out there who have 
you know, a lot more endorsements and things like that, or just even, mm-hmm. you know, on players. And, and I'm not necessarily tying all that to Lamar's appearance or anything mm-hmm. like that. But as someone like yourself who similarly embraces, you know, just the real aspect of who you are, and that's in part because of where you're from, your culture, ethnicity, anything that mm-hmm. you've taken in, I was just curious if you thought, you know, especially in light of, you know, what just happened with teams not really uh, lining up to trade for him, but that was also impacted by multiple factors. If you thought that that was a factor. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it is. Okay. I, okay. I don't think a lot, man, you would have had to pay a pretty penny either way to get Lamar, whether from Baltimore's situation or anybody else who was going to trade for him. Correct. So that's just the reality, you know. But there was a, there's also a comfort aspect to that, and you got to mm-hmm. be comfortable because you know, let's be real. You know, before we had uh, even more uh, black quarterbacks present in the NFL, especially we just had you know three drafted within the first four we weren't seeing that frequency and you know part of that is not just you know being uh comfortable with the black quarterback being a quarterback you know intellectually and all that other stuff but that's a big deal like i I can't let you i can't let you just jump over that like why aren't we talking about that Mm, go ahead you feel me like you got cj stroud you got bryce young and you got anthony richardson Mm. like that's a when has that ever been done? Yeah. Now we may have had one. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember coming out, like it was me, Jake Locker, uh Blaine Gabbert, you know what I'm saying, Andy <laughs> Dalton. Like I don't even know if there was another oh, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um Of course, yes. Right. But I'm thinking to myself, it's like in the top ten. Correct. Like when it like that's that's um that's historical historical but nobody's talking about that because even now like let's let's think about it right when i came into the league me and colin was the only and no yeah me and colin was the only ones and but colin didn't play right away Mm. so like for me playing as a rookie i think it was me and andy dalton that was playing as a rookie Mm -hmm. and i just thinking to myself like nobody looked like me you know, we had a Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. He was there. Uh, Donovan McNabb. Uh, uh, he was still in the league. But as, as far, far as that once. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, to be honest with you, now and I say this with all respect, but yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the minority now. Yeah. Because yeah. every, like, nobody else plays the game like that. And he's not no stationary target. At all. You know, when you look at Daniel Jones, when you look at Josh Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. when you look at all these other different quarterbacks, like I'm looking around the league now, I'm seeing a Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson. um, You know, you got Bryce Young, uh, obviously CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, um, you know, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Uh, Dak Press, like all these guys, like man, I didn't have that when I came <laughs> in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's wild to think about it now. Where yo, like, I love where we are now, but it took forefathers that even came before me, correct? That, you know, gave me the opportunity to warm moons, the Michael Vicks, the Donovan McNabb, the Dante Cole Peppers. Peppers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. The Randall Cunningham's, like all these guys, and, and even really, and I give him, you know, his just due too. Like, um, 
Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. granted, for for ever what it was, I think the thing about us is we'll take one of y'all, but we ain't gonna take all of y'all. But this is like the first time of existence that it's. Like, I mean, oh. even I mean, and we'll get to that too. Even with the Colts, you know, mm-hmm. going with Anthony Richardson over Will Levis and all that other stuff, and the comfort level there, and how many of you along the way have created that comfort. I mean, we can even talk about from the journalist standpoint, you know, in terms of the you know the females and the insiders. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like even when I first started as an insider, now I feel like everyone is trying to be an insider. Where it That's was just fact. you know me and Adam and and, and yeah. you know and Ian, you know whoever yeah. profile and like you know more females coming into it. Everybody want to be an insider, you know people. Yeah the non-traditional route and everything and we're going to delve a little bit more into that but you know what we're going to switch gears for a hot second because the Met Gala is going on tonight at the Iconic Metropolitan Museum in New York massive massive A-listers in the city wearing their iconic look and this year the theme was uh giving benefit giving you know honor the theme was giving honor rather to Carl Lagerfeld um, a line of beauty. Obviously, he's a German-born uh, designer. Um, he passed in 2019 when he was 85. Uh, but he designed for brands like Fendi, uh, Chloe, Bama. Obviously, his own line and what have you. And uh, so now tonight was a tribute to him. And so you're going to see a lot of uh, classic, you know, very Chanelish, um, very mm. kind of ballroomish type of look. So Cam, right now I'm going to. Bring up some of these and you could just go ahead and give me your thoughts okay so here we go with cam newton in the building first up patrick and Brittany mahomes how yeah. are we how, how are we feeling about this i forgot about patrick mahomes like he I about patrick mahomes. yeah yeah but uh yeah i see the slack <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I would say it's very, it's basic. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not, it's not as flashy, you know, but classy, that's him. You know. It's giving, it's giving men in black. You know what I'm saying? With a, with a bigger bankroll. You feel me? Oh, okay. Like a hella you, bigger bankroll. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you know, you know. Like watch out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to do all that extra stuff for that. I mean, and I think it. him and Brittany are carrying the black and white. That's what we're gonna see yeah. a lot of these pictures through. Let's move on to, uh, this is Paris Hilton right now. Mm. What you think? Lovely, yeah. Lovely, like I, I, I love. Uh, what is that? Some type of neck apparatus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, I'm the, a fiend on details. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fool on details and like just the. I don't know if that's the mascara, the eyeliner, like. Yes. Like, yeah. That see that right there is something that will inspire me. Yes. Like, granted, I won't do all the the hoopla with the makeup, but it's like, yo. You know, I could wear like a button down, boom, but then put like a bandana, you know what I'm saying, around my neck just, you know, just to create some type of, you know, disconnect, but connectivity to it too, so. Yes, I like that she has the sleek uh, ponytail, also a little bit mm-hmm. raised, a sleek you know, with the hair, just a little bit in the front. Uh, you mentioned the deep eyeshadow around the eyes, the black, and then, you know, the details off the shoulder with the dress and everything. Uh, this is a look at it from the side. I like oh, how yeah. it looks there camera we can appreciate the shoe here yeah 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 she got like the uh the old school it it looked like the vintage um who is that um steve madden Mm -hmm. uh, type feel yeah and i feel like the the campaign that he had with the big shoe with you know with the aesthetic yeah 
Yeah, and I feel like, especially this year, uh, and I'm wearing a Valentino fedora right now, hot pink. That that whole collection from this past yeah. summer that Zendaya uh, was a, you know, uh, just kind of a design ambassador for. But they brought back, you know, the platforms even with that um, collection, just because the pink was so iconic. So many women, you know, bought into that. I'm, I'm obviously wearing a, a toast to that right now. Let's switch mm. to uh, Anne Hathaway. So uh, Anne Hathaway, uh, like I think the cream off-white um a little bit of floral detail around the decolletage um obviously the material is very carl lagerfeld kind of um i think a, a homage to chanel and, and kind of the, the boucle feel you know with the the iconic suits that he used to you know do with her and what have you so that's what we feel i'm not going to say it's my favorite um but it but it but it's clean and classic and obviously she knows how to pose in it your thoughts real quick yeah i like it i like the mm -hmm. uh the separation is that three different slits you know around the breast and then is that a separate one going around the yes. back too yes yes so she's got a slit coming down from the middle of the decolletage a little bit on the side it's connected by some sort of detail and then obviously coming from the hip down to the feet so yes i, I th thank you for noticing the splits too let's go to naomi campbell uh she okay. is giving us a dash of color um in pink i think she looks very age appropriate it's, and it's giving yeah. elegance it's giving effortless it's giving like i've been doing this for so long like y'all just catch up to my mustard <laughs> Did you yeah. say ketchup to my mustard? Is that what you yeah. said? I love ketchup it. I love it. And obviously yeah. the classic middle part, you know, behind the ear. So yes. Mm. And then obviously we like the um, the high bracelet on the forearm there as well. Let's switch over to Serena. What are we thinking here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Serena fan, man. Serena could have went in there with a tank top, man. I'm rocking with Serena. Serena. What yeah. I love with Serena's look right here is the the best thing I like about Serena's look here is the um the headband, the pearl headband. I, I love that. Yeah. I think that that looks really, really good. And I, I'm always into the blouson sleeve, you know, the, the wider sleeve, the sheer detail, um, right. the white cuff, very Carl Lagerfeld, I feel like. Um, so we got Serena there. And then this is Carrie Washington. I love this. Yeah. What you think? I love it. I, and I don't even know, like, you know, I don't know if that's her, uh, her, her coat, but that right there, a mm. uh, 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 a woman who can, you know, dress up anything, even mm. though it, this is a dress, right. But for her and, and, uh, to, to kind of have that, you know, I'm here for a ball, but you know, maybe nippy outside. I got to layer up. You did yes 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 and then we also got little nas here so what? little nas is in the all silver embellished you know masquerade type over the face what what you think about this <laughs> that's the side you care whatever folks your boat nas yes <laughs> I, well first of all i love the boldness of it I love the yeah. all over silver monochrome um, yeah. the platform again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he don't care. And he shouldn't. Because, you know, Confidence. one thing we, we like, bro, yeah. Like, I don't care what you what you may think about it. I'm me. And he owns it, though. You feel me? And that's what you got to respect about it. Like, if you owning it and you in a situation where, you know, as soon as he, you know, was in his phase or, bro, I'm going to be unapologetically me. You're like, you can't do nothing but respect it. 
Yeah, so that was little Nas right there. Here we got uh, Michaela Cole. Now we got a little bit of touch of brown here for the first time. What do we think mm -hmm. about this? I like it. The incense of uh, we got stars or some type of pendants. And I feel like it's flashy. a little like um, seashellist, like what I would see on the beach. You know what I mean? I, I got to mm -hmm. be honest, Kim, I'm not loving this. I love her. I'm not loving this look. I wouldn't say it was something that I would pick. Um, the only I, the yeah. only reason why I'm not loving this is not I don't think it's fit into her body. Mm, okay. You, you know, and that's a tailor thing. Like if mm. her her first seamstress or her tailor could have like put it on. But you know, mm. my my personal uh understanding, especially with an event like this, it was mm -hmm. probably so last minute. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to the Met Gala and I didn't it was a day before I even tried on anything. And the <laughs> next day, you know, they had everything ready. And by the grace of God, you know, I didn't have any hiccups, but but that that whole weekend or that whole day before every tailor in the city probably booked and busy you know what i'm saying because they're yeah. doing this they're doing that they got night calls they got this they got to fix that they got to alter that they got to cut this they got to add that to it and you know it could be a lot so that's the only thing it's not that i love the boldness of the of the dress it's just it wasn't fit to her body right yeah okay Gigi hadeen yeah, but she owning that. So, so I love this because it's funky. Yeah. You know, you're going to remember it. It's a, a signature her. We got right. a little sex appeal, you know, mm -hmm. with the hips showing. You know, she got the, you it's know, kind of. It's a little punkish. A little punkish. That's yeah. the word. That's the word, Cam. I love that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I, and I like the hair. You know, she got, you know, a little half up, half down type thing. And the gloves. The glove. You know, that's my favorite little thing. little Madonna-ish right, right there with the glove. Yeah. Vintage Madonna feel. Um, and then the sheer, and then the sheer is very in, you know, this upcoming season, uh, whether it be Dolce, Gabbana, whether it be, uh, you know, whomever, you're seeing a lot of that on the runways, especially for fall as they kind of brace more of the lace and the, um, you know, kind of the nightwearish into, uh, you know, just kind of after hours wear, so to speak. Let's move on to Jer. Uh, well, actually, I'm, <laughs> I was about to tell you who this is. Look at this first. So uh, who do you think is that? <laughs> Somebody wore this to the bag this is this, this is the mad singer. This, this is a cat. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Mad singer over here. Who is underneath there? Who you think is underneath there? Antonio Brown? Who you think is underneath there? Who you think is underneath there? Is it you gotta give me a uh a You ain't hint. gonna guess it. You ain't gonna guess it. Here it is. It's, it's Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, typical. <laughs> okay, and, and uh, here, 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 uh, Cam is getting ready to maybe come. Who you might think is the the favorite of the night, J Lo. Expected. I mean, come on now, come on now. She ain't coming to play with y'all. Come on now, Cam. She ain't coming to play with y'all. Does the, she even okay, age? Good. Does she uh, even age? I mean, no. Like, what are we doing? Like, she is. It's giving what it's supposed to give. The hat to the side. I mean, she's giving you Diane Carroll to, you know, it's giving uh, Corella Deville. Taylor, Corella, I mean, Cor I don't know. Corella is a little bit of ne negative connotation, but the act to the side is crisp. But you know, she was in here like, look, 
I, and then the fact that she got her uh what you call that a purse that's not a purse that's a yes clutch. it's a clutch she got a purse. clutch like she's not gonna keep it above her navel because it's gonna throw off the outfit right? correct she gotta wear the so white she got it she gotta she gotta keep it below the waist you and know she's, so, is she's showing you the abs you know because we just got yeah. the the set she gotta has a sexy touch with Come just you now. know the part covering you know um the 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 the, the below decolletage area the, the bosom <laughs> so yeah. to speak and yeah, then the, the high black gloves i mean yes i love it love it okay here's cardi b yeah what cardi i mean what are we thinking about this i love it you do? I just love I just love her just evolving as a, a, a as a public figure. Mm. You know, just over the years and I was able to see her uh you know when I went a couple years ago but just mm -hmm. how and people just don't realize like she's only dropped one album. You mm. know, and she's still killing it, you know. Mm. With her and obviously, you know, Offset you know i just love their whole dynamic and you know just she just glowing up and how can you hate on a chick like that you feel me well what i would say about this i love the hair color i like the fact that it's kind of gray platinum blondish as far as you know just keeping it in line with the color palette of the outfit i love that i love the headband again we're seeing another headband detail uh um, you know, I like the fact that the, the bottom of the dress has a lot of structure and is big. I like the high glove. I can't say that I love the lapel area around, you know, the neck. Uh, I'm not loving that as much. I feel it, it, it makes it a tad more matronly. Um, nah, it, 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 like, if I had to give what is given, it's given Janelle Monet mixed with a Barbie doll. Or a little Mary Poppinish up top. Yeah, Mary Poppinish. A, a little bit. Like, yeah. But I appreciate her embracing of the theme and we love Cardi and we love her eclecticness and her creativity. We're moving on to Penelope Cruz. She's in yeah. like something that looks a, a tad light bluish grayish now, whitish. That looks like um <laughs> Mary Poppins right there. I wouldn't call no no no. I wouldn't call this Mary Poppins. I would call What's this the uh what's the, the what's the chick the wolf the uh The wolf? Uh, the um uh, Oh, what great big teeth you have! Well, who is that? Are you talking about Red Ride Robin Hood? Red little uh, Red Ride, yeah, yeah. little Red Ride. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's what it's giving you. That's what it is with the with the shawl on the head. This is giving me Italian vintage wedding as far as the type of veil. You know what I mean? That's what this is feeling like. Like the Godfather. Me. Yes, yes. And then I, I do like the droop. Um, you know, detail around the shoulder. Um, I like the color. It's very feminine. Um, I mean, I would like something a bit sexier as far as showing, you know, a little bit more form, um, you know, yeah. maybe around the, the, the behind and things like that. And then maybe being loose after that. Okay, let's move on to Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo. Okay, what do we feel about this? I mean, I just, man, she bold, man. Mm -hmm. She bold every day. Mm -hmm. like, do you feel this is bold, bold enough? For but her? knowing her, knowing what she's been like, I feel like she's still a, like somebody said, "Hold on, hold on, we ain't going like that." You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I, just, I love the know. pearl detail. I love the hair up. You love know, I love, I love, you know that it, 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 it's, it's giving me, you know, whatever back in the damn forgetting the word to describe that, you know, flat the flapper tie maybe in the nineteen twenties yeah. or whatever. Um, I, this is Alexa Chung and Tom Sturridge. I, um, I gotta say this is probably like my least favorite female look. 
Um, he's clean. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I feel like every dude that's going to go there, they not going to be bold though. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it's, it's the, it's the generic fashion rule. Mm. Don't, don't outlook your, your date. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like every dude not going to go there with, you know, some something you know what about him talking about bold dude this is pedro pascal with now we've seen a touch of red um cam you've been known to do some shorts um i think think, is that somebody behind behind him him. i think that's someone behind him yeah so don't pay attention to that part just seen it that's you back there that ain't that that need to be me shoot we should have been going shoot shoot (laughs) but i I mean the red is cool you know i'm i'm not too big a fan of high socks and shorts. I mean, I can't say yeah. if I'm going on a date with the guy that this is the look I would prefer. I think I think um, it's the all, pose actually. though. I think it's like it was a candid pose. Like if if he was able to pose, then it would gave it a different look. Okay, but okay. this was like a candid look where he was looking away. I think yeah. uh, if he was able to put his hand in his pocket to really show the details of the of the shot. Yeah, you might like. I mean, I like the thin the thin tie is in, especially for women. You're gonna see that, and I'm a big fan of Dolce Gabbana. You're gonna see that on the uh, fall coming out in fall. Okay, let's look at the Kardashian sisters. We are beginning with Kendall Jenner. Yes. I love it. What's that? I love this. Thing? The, the thing that's falling off her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, First different. of all, I love this. I love the shimmer. I love now. This is the lapel that works in comparison to Cardi. I like this better, although we love Cardi, but I like this better. I like the leotard because now we're getting sex appeal. We're seeing some, and the fact again with the high shoes, the platform again. I feel like you know we're seeing more and more of this. Um, yeah, so I like this. And here's Kylie. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> you said damn. I mean, is that, is that just the male male reaction? <laughs> Typical. Typical. She looked good. She did that. Yeah, I don't even know if she if she dressed the part like that. You know, I was just about to say I don't know if we're well, insane. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but, you know yeah. that's just a good looking dress. It's just she know. looks good. Yeah, yeah. but I, I but I, I yeah I'm not in love she with this. She like something. her mom right here though. Like what? I mean, I mean yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a short hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's just pulled back probably in a French role. Maybe that's what you you're you're mm. you're just not seeing that. I mean, this dress is a, it, it's a um I don't know. I I love the color. I love the sex appeal, but it's a little bit basic for me. Uh here's Kim. Kim mm. Kardashian with and here's the long look if you need the detail. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Uh, I I mean, yeah, this is to me this is different. very Karl Lagerfeld with the pearl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chanelish. Yes. Yeah. I love the she drape knew the, She knew the assignment. Okay. She knew the assignment. Yeah. I love that. I mean, and I like the train, you know, it's very elegant. You mm-hmm. know, so even though she has sex appeal, she's still giving you elegance and train. And I feel yeah. like when you go to the Met Gala, you're still supposed to have, you know, something that is, is just lingering behind you. So uh, yeah. if you're trying to make an impression at the Met Gala, here are the sisters together. I mean, all in all, I'm probably loving, ooh, you know, it's a toss-up between Kim and, and Kendall. I don't know. Yeah, just for the thing, mm-hmm. I will I will go Kim and mm. then Kendall. Yes, and then, yeah. and then, and then Kylie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kylie. Two more looks here. This is Adut Akesh, a Senegalese and Australian model, I believe, and Wes Gordon. Mm. Sister, she wearing that though. 
I'm not in love with this dress. I'm in love with her hairstyle and the lipstick, her skin tone, the beautiful skin and all that other mm. stuff. I'm not in love with the dress. I like the deep, you know, uh, lapel, lapel for him and the open neck. I think I think she missing I think she missing the detail like I don't know where her clutch is mm-hmm. and she don't have like no accessories on her arm or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like but maybe because to... the, the dress is so busy, she thought that she needed a naked arm. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you're saying right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this is my last one to me right here. This is uh, well, well, we'll give our best or whatever. But Jeremy Pope right here. Wow. With uh, you That's know, cold. honoring Carl uh, Lagerfeld on the train. How about that? Yeah, that's hot right there. We love that, yeah. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I didn't see nobody with his glasses on. Like, oh, you know, just, just like, wearing the sunglasses. Yeah, that's like, what you would have done. That would have been your touch. Oh, for sure, for sure. Or just even a, the ponytail. Yeah, touch towards you know who he is and what like every picture he's always had like sunglasses on like the dark, you know Biggie esque shaded you know glasses like almost Ray Ban ish, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So who was your favorite? I was you know in in the, in the whole look. Yeah, all of these looks. Oh, uh, you got J Lo. J Lo. J Lo was your favorite. Okay. Yeah, for sure. JLo was a favorite. Okay. Well, re- you know, really quickly, let's move on um, because I want to get to the NFL. Obviously, um, you had recently mentioned that you were willing to come back in the NFL as a backup. And then, right. Cam, you gave a list of teams that you uh, or a list of backups that you would be cool with, whether it be uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Fields, Tua, Tiger Vailoa, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Malik Willis, Josh Allen. Um I, I put what is it Sam something down here Did you, Sam Howell yeah okay there you go um Sam Howell so now that the draft has gone by and, and we talked about it uh as well with three uh quarterbacks going uh that are also African-American going in the first round between uh Bryce Young CJ Stroud Anthony Richardson we also saw Will Levis go 33 camp to Tennessee uh Hendon Hooker uh go number 68 overall to the Lions um post-draft has the has anything else influenced your list or your desire as far as where you would go based on how the board felt? No, not really. I don't, I'm not threatened by nobody. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's more people threatened by me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not I'm not threatened. Um, I know I know the value that I bring, and you know, with me even acknowledging that I could be a backup, I, I think I bring bring a a dimension to a team that. You know, once 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 given an opportunity, then you you'll see like um, so much for what these young quarterbacks are going to go through. Not a lot of people have been able to, you know, kind of go through it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of backups have always been backups, not franchise players. You know, so where I'm at in my career, it's like I just want to serve and, and, and help. You know, ease the transition. Just but have like any somebody, but have any of these been become more attractive as far as because of where you know Bryce is now with Carolina, CJ with the tech uh Texans, Anthony with Indy, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now I wouldn't say one is more appeasing than the other. Like I go who want me. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't I don't got no 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 picks, you know, because I can adapt. 
Uh, but the reality of it is, it really comes down to, you know, what the team needs, and if if I'm a part of that 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 puzzle piece. Are you surprised that the Jets, um, you know, haven't been you know more interested, especially when you think of the fact that they have. Uh, Zach Wilson, who always obviously has potential, but the last time we saw him Thursday night football playing against the Jaguars, it was not, you know, good. They obviously brought in, I think, what is it, Doyle or um, I'm going to forget how to say his last name. I'll edit it in or what have you. I'll look it up while you're talking. But they they brought in a quarterback that um, that Aaron Rodgers is, you know, has some familiarity with, you know, from Green Bay. Um, you have Super Bowl experience. You've got playoff experience. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about the Jets, you know, still wanting to push the whole Zach Wilson thing? You know, I think this would be a great thing for Zach. And it's so much pressure on these young guys nowadays that it's it's a right now. Like, you got to come in ready to play right now. Going on the days where, like, people don't realize Aaron Rodgers set multiple years. You know, and it was just like, okay, we're going to wait this time. Almost similar to, uh, uh, you know, the guy, uh, is it Bryce Love? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a, similar to his situation. But the game has changed where it's instant gratification. Like, these fan base want instantaneous talent to produce. Um, and guys are, you know, getting prepared day one to, 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 be, the, to be the guy. So with that being said, this will allow Zach to kind of sit back and, and take notes of a person who's played this game at a high level, still playing it at a high level, and for him to learn from it, you know. And if this can this can make him a better person, um, and just really, I think if I had that type of cheat code as a young player, where you know you still got time and teams will take chances on you, and the the reality of it is. If he plays the role right, it, it's it's going to raise his his value because now teams are going to say like, even though we can't get Aaron Rodgers, we're able to get somebody who learned from Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of like what happened with Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, for a minute where everybody was like, well, we can't get, you know, Tom Brady, but we're going to get somebody who is actually in that ecosystem and boom, and it's done numbers for him but cam this is this is not daycare i understand aaron Rodgers has a relationship with zach wilson uh and he wants to bring him along that's something that's important to him i respect that mm-hmm. um and i'm not even saying that they should get you know rid of him but and, and the guy was talking about his name is tim boyle I was just looking up his stats mm-hmm. while you were talking there he started cam he started three games in the NFL so far, we are talking about you have been in the NFL since 2011. People can have a debate of whether they think your skill is it, all of that is. But the fact of the matter is, Cam, when I'm looking for a quarterback, okay, mm-hmm. to 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 get me into the postseason, God forbid something happened to Aaron Rodgers. I want somebody who has been there. I want somebody who continues to inspire the the uh, the players, the wide receivers, the Garrett Wilson, the Allen Lazards, the Miko Hardmans around him, and not feel in, you know deflated or concerned or as concerned. And so you know, me in particular, that was just my opinion. I thought it should be Aaron Rodgers, then maybe you, 
then Zach, if they want to bring on, I don't know how much they paid on and look up his contract. I'm not going to look up his contract. But in that sense, it's not a daycare. It's not about that. You just mm-hmm. said the league is about what can you do for me now? So, yes, it's a good right. opportunity. But is that is that the most, you know, is that the is that the best option? If something happened next week or, you know, week two, week three. I could dig it. But by that time, you know, I don't think the Jets is a place, you know, <laughs> like they like they got a lot of talent in that room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They not, they ain't tripping on, you know, that they got a lot of leadership in that room too. So, okay. So uh, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, it looks like Zach Wilson mm-hmm. and Tim Boyle. That's what yeah. you're telling me, Cam? Well, the, a couple of years ago, Zach Wilson was the guy that was supposed, if, if Zach would have did his job, it won't be no Aaron Rodgers there now. And that's just the, the, the truth. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, it's not about me getting personal and what I believe. It's about what another team deems they need Yeah, but help you can with. have your opinion. You have your own show. You host Funky Fridays. You be having your yeah. opinion. Don't be getting shy now. I don't know. Definitely not getting shy. So, mm-hmm. I've always said that there's not 32 guys that's better than me. I'm sticking with that. So mm-hmm. even when you look at it like this, let's broaden it. There's not 64 guys that's better than me. Mm-hmm. That's with the, the starter and the backup. So mm-hmm. even the more reason, but what do you say to your franchise if you were bringing Cam, you know, in the locker room, you know? Bringing and, a competitor, someone who could course, be ready, you know, under pressure. Of course. In the postseason, in the playoffs. Of course. That's but all that should matter. It it just it just hasn't been a reality. Like I, it's not like I was on a roster last year. So, you I know, well, that part is true. I understand that. That's yeah. So I'm 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 at peace. And you know, I I be hearing all the banter, especially from Shannon Sharp and Skip. What, what and Shannon Sharp be talking about? What what Shannon Sharp talking about? Uh, like a lot. What he say? What he say? A lot. What what's yeah, the one thing gotta, that cut? What did he say? We gotta chill. Like. We gotta chill. What did he say? <laughs> I miss it. Look, we gotta chill. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Okay. And I just feel like, you know, the body of work speaks for itself. Okay. And I I would have wanted though, like re or like real talk. I would have wanted to have a full off season with a team. You know what I'm saying? Because it's I haven't time. had them. But yeah. But I've been I've been a safety valve for for the last two situations that I was in. Mm-hmm. You know, I went into the Patriots with that situation. I only had like a, a month before the season. Um, and then obviously with Carolina, it was just like, yo, we need you right now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. So, you know, needless to say, um, you know, it's, it's nothing to harp on with that, but I mean, has I just, anyone called yet, though, since you put that list out? Have you gotten any anything? Yeah, but I think a lot of stuff was also predicated off of the draft, too, and we, which I knew that, you know. And well, share. I'm, Come on now. Who, who's called? Ah, touch your nose, Pinocchio. Touch your nose. I mean, give us some idea. Um, There's been some uh, just discretionary, you know. I'm not... I'm not going to share no teams, but uh, I have spoken with some teams and it was kind of the same sentiment. We're going to see after the draft. Um, AFC, NFC? AFC. AFC, uh, can you give us a division? Okay, here we go. Okay. South, North? 
Yeah, north, south, east, and west. <laughs> Northeast. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just been something that I, I, I've known, you know, where I'm at in my, in, my, in my transition, I know that it was going to lead to this. So, you know, I'm staying in the best shape and making sure that I'm, that I'm ready, willing, and able. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is the, the reality. It's like, I'm in a position where it's like, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Mm-hmm. Come out with a list where it's like, yo, you know, there's not 32 guys better than me. And it's like, yo, Cam, you're not a starter. You're not a franchise player anymore. No it's like, okay, cool. Well, I'll come out with a list of guys that I will back up. It's like, how dare you come out with a list of guys that you think you can? It's like, well, what the hell you want me to do? You know well, what well, well, I'll tell you what I want you to do. Can you narrow the list? Because you named a whole bunch of quarterbacks. Can you narrow mm-hmm. that list down in terms of your top three places where you prefer? No. See, even with that list, and that was the thing that I was telling people. It's like, yo, you could not have watched the whole video mm-hmm. because I put out, I, I, I made it so easy to understand my point of view. Mm-hmm. That list was just a list of guys I could back up. Mm-hmm. If that person was not on that list, mm-hmm. I was basically saying, like, it's no reason for me to go to a Los Angeles Chargers. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. obviously they feel that system doesn't compare to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me backing up Patrick Mahomes, that system doesn't fare well with me. Mm-hmm. So it's either one or two things. Mm-hmm. Either you're solidified in a system that's predicated solely to you mm-hmm. or I don't think enough to, to like I want to compete for a job that, mm-hmm. that was basically and that list was like yo this is me basically saying you know these are guys who I'm willing to back up and and make better but even with that it's like if, if you're not on that list it's either I want to compete for a starting job or it's not even worth competing because it doesn't suit my talent. But still, to answer the question, do you have a, a narrowed one, two, three? No, I do not. Okay, okay. I just want, I, I definitely wanted to make uh, sure of that. And the last few questions here is if, you know, based on your last stint with the Patriots and, you know, Carolina, Matt Rule, obviously he's not there anymore. The head coach mm-hmm. of Carolina right now is, is Frank Wright. But is there anything, even in those stints or even before, that if you had a chance to do over in your career, Cam, that you would do differently? I wish I was with the Patriots longer. Mm. Like, I, not longer, but preparing. I ha, I wish I had longer time to prepare. Mm. Why um, so? That was a 20-year system that I was trying to digest in, <laughs> like, a month. You feel me? I was like, mm. golly, it's a lot. Mic points. And I've never had a mic point, ever. Mm. But the mic point for, you know, um, the offensive system, was predicated on if you're protected or not, you know, and certain, certain protections wasn't the same. So Mike, and it was a Mike point in the run game, pass game, everything, and everything was predicated off that. So if you find a Mike point and you point the wrong guy, that's going to throw off the whole blocking scheme for everything. And I was trying to, I was thinking too much rather than playing. And that's been my whole, you know, edge as a player. Like I react faster, you know, and I was finding myself in games, like thinking, like, "Yo, is this? Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, no, this is the under defense. Okay, this is a shade. This is a three take. That's the nine. Oh, the safety roll down. Oh man, coach said, man, when the safety roll down, I gotta make a. You know, it was just so much stuff. What know. about the What about the press conferences? Is there anything about you know you at press conferences 
and you know just reactions uh you know people had a lot to say when you play back in the day body language or you know what have you and obviously no. people evolve is there anything about that you know i'm not saying no. it's wrong or right i'm just asking what i would say about that is i'm a sore loser like that's just the reality you tell me a good loser and i'm gonna tell you a loser mm. like i've i've grown to understand that you got to have respect for the game and I'm selling out. I, I I feel like I'm committing everything. It's not no plan B with me. I was trying to be the best version of myself. So even even how I played, I don't think it was respected enough because of the the body of work that was put in before the task. You know, they would see like the athleticism, but they didn't see the 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 preparation for a lot of things. And I had a lot of help from Derek Anderson, Joe Webb. Uh, Mike Shula, uh, Rob Chazinski, uh, North Turner, like these guys was really, you know, um, you know, Ken Dorsey, like guys was really helping me, you know, achieve my best version of myself. And I was a person who thought different, played different and, and learned different too. So I would come back when every, like when everybody was going, I would come back Mm. to learn and to go back over you know certain things and that was quiet time even now like we're having this conversation this going on 11 o'clock but my mind would just work at night so Mm. even then like I was it was my job to be there or to show face early in the morning that was when I would work out right but then during the the actual day when everybody would be there I would do my you know prepare for third down days prepare for the red zone and I would go home and then I would come back just to, that was my time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But people didn't know that, you know, but that's just how I learned. You know, I learned by myself, you know, listening to no music or my music that I it would just make it relatable to me. Mm-hmm. Can't let you go out of here without asking you about Lamar Jackson. Obviously he just signed mm-hmm. a five year, $260 million deal, 185 yeah. total guarantee. We haven't seen all the specifics. Originally he was talking about getting something, you know, fully guaranteed a la Deshaun Watson. We really was, was, he wasn't getting that. It was about getting a certain number. Um, what do you think about how everything transpired given uh, he was very, you know, adamant about, you know, for the most part being, you know, self-represented, although he did get advice and things like that. And, um, you know, the fact that still there's only two quarterbacks in Kirk Cousins and and Deshaun Watson have fully guaranteed contracts. I love it. I, listen. Hell, he should have got more money. <laughs> To be honest with you. Why you say how, how much? He's the best quarterback the Baltimore Ravens has ever has ever had. Like, stop the cap. Like the dude with the youngest MVP winner ever. Unanimous MVP ever. Stop it. So well, they did make him the highest paid in terms of APY, fifty-two million, and a total overall value and things like that. You know, but I don't know I what the guarantee of signing is. But, mm. I understand that, but listen, bro, you're talking about a, a man who's changed the game. Mm. Like the main reason why you know teams are drafting guys that can move is because teams are realizing, like, bro, we needed a Lamar Jackson. Like, mm. come on now. So it ain't, you know, he's setting the bar high. Mm. And mm-hmm. even with Lamar, Lamar didn't start as a rookie. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? So he had time to sit behind somebody, but when he damn had an opportunity, shoot. Do you think he shoot. made a do you think he made a statement as far as the agent aspect because he didn't have a traditional agent? Uh, or did you have a feeling about that? No, I I, I didn't I think the the um the collective bargain is what the collective bargain is. It's always gonna jump up. So somebody I wouldn't be surprised within the next year or so somebody's going to top that too. It happens every year. Um, but, you know, with that, mm-hmm. we've seen about, it happen. about the cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I think uh, Bobby Wagner was another person who represented himself. I got Captain Munderland on our team. He represented himself, you know, with, with certain things. So it's just not like it's, you know, something that's different. Well, I guess, you know, to be fair and objective, and I like to be balanced as both sides, you know, because people mm-hmm. have talked about and I and I have the and I have the graphic right here for you to see. Um, obviously, he got a great deal and I'm proud of him and he did it on his terms and it was about controlling his narrative when he wanted to do it. Uh, but I want you to take a look at this. Uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson were both drafted in the same year, 2018. Uh, Josh, uh, this is a, a tweet from Ross Tucker showing the career earnings. I believe the difference in career earnings so far is a difference of 52 million. So, you know, yes, he did do the deal this year, uh, but by not doing it sooner, there are earnings that you can't recap. Obviously, Lamar is fine with that. I'm not making a comment about that. He's fine with that. But um, do you have a comment about that as far as, you know, what you're seeing here? You can't chase that. Mm-hmm. If anybody was snipped, it was me, you know, because when I first came into the league, that was the first year that they went into the new collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. And the year before, I think it was Sam Bradford, he signed for an astronomical amount that I didn't sign for. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe in if you perform, you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. So it's not about chasing what somebody else got. It's just doing what you can control. But we're not talking about chasing what somebody else got. We're talking about the timing of when you elect to do the yeah. long-term bill when you were eligible. And obviously by doing it this year and not last year, and just talk, obviously Josh Allen being drafted in the same year, cashing in earlier, you mm-hmm. know, he, 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 he made money sooner. Now, clearly uh, Lamar's APY is larger, but even by a difference of three or four, it's not going to be the difference of 52, you know, million, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, you can't, it's the hindsight 2020 type of mm-hmm. thing. You can't kill mm-hmm. yourself going, he did what's best for him. 100. You know what I'm saying? And that's the only thing that as athletes, you get kind of pigeonholed because as a fan or a person who's not going through that situation, they're going to look at you and they're going to say, just be grateful. This is the most money that you've ever going to make. Yeah, but from an athlete's perspective, it's like, yo, it's guys that's getting paid way more money than me that I'm better than. Mm-hmm. And it's not even this to say that you don't respect that athlete it's like yo I, I want this organization to treat me just like their organization is treating them you know giving him the money that he's asked for or whatever mm-hmm. but once it's all said and done if you do what you're supposed to do the money gonna come mm-hmm. and that's what advice i would give to anybody to just like bro do what you can control and and 
everything else will take care of itself. Well, the thing I have to say about that, Lamar did it his way. And and if he's fine with doing it later, obviously that's his prerogative. And I respect that. I have tremendous respect for Lamar, his game, his mom. And I love that picture that I just reminded from when the year he got drafted in. Someone showed them, you know, kind of kind of hugging each other, laying their face beside the table, you know, when he was waiting to be drafted. And I just think that's such a poignant picture when you think about that image and where he's come so far. The last question I want to ask you, Cam, it is late. I don't want to get you out of here. And the next time you come on, one, we will have you talk. You know, well, I'll get to that part. Let me just skip forward to this. The last thing I want to ask you is if for some reason it does not work out in terms of you, you know, coming to, a, you know, a team, number one, mm-hmm. how long will you wait for a call this season? And, and if two, if it doesn't happen by a certain time, are you going to uh, announce a retirement? I don't think I'll ever retire. I don't, I don't care enough to, to, to get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, like I'm, I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when I've been playing this game since I was seven years old, mm-hmm. right? And me being at 33, soon to be 34, like I don't need no validation from nobody. There's some things that I've done that nobody else will ever do. Um, so when you have peace with that, it's not like God has been good to me. I'm able to walk away and do things that I genuinely care about now. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? So as far as just the bells and whistles of like, man, the farewell and the retirement and things like that, I don't care enough. So you're just gonna know, be quiet but, and just, just, man, just, just yeah. let me, just give me, give me my family, give me my kids and, and, and I'm gonna just chill, you feel me? Hopefully, you know, the businessman that I, that I, that I will become and that I'm becoming now, mm. you know, my, my kids, my kids' peers, they won't even know me as a football player, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I think, um, when I'm at that point, uh, as I'm getting there, like, I don't dwell on that, you know, mm. it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just in a healthy space right now. And I just appreciate that. So. Well, first of all, listen, we appreciate the in-depth conversation with Cam Newton, such an important, important, uh, you know, player and person in the NFL from your play to your style to what you stood for, three-time Pro Bowler, uh, Offensive Player of the Rookie of the Year, Rookie of the Year, you know, all that other stuff, MVP, you know, you definitely have done your thing. I'll be interested to hear any of these teams that you say, you know, you kind of having conversations with, you make sure you let your girl know. So yeah, she can yeah, break yeah. it up on a Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Okay, yeah. don't don't be shy. I and um, I, I definitely appreciate your time. And the next time we have you come on, we got to have you on with the boys from the show, Fred Smoot and Morris Chestnut, and all that other stuff. So we'll 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 get you back on to talk with them. And I did want to get a little bit more into you as a man and a father relationships and and con, you know con, th- things that you think about women mm-hmm. and things like that. So we gonna have that conversation another time tonight. We made yeah. it about the style in the NFL, but Cam. I definitely appreciate you coming on with the fedora, the you know, the the the, the, the jacket, the bow tie, you know, the square, mm-hmm. all that other stuff. You you represented your thing. So thank you for making time for your girl Josina Anderson. Yeah, appreciate you, man. You took care of me and I just wanna pay my residuals and, and, and take care of you. So <laughs> man, and as I always say, one finger, one pinky, one thumb. Peace. Love. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? Cam Newton here, and you watching Undefined with no other than Josina Anderson. I appreciate that, Cam. Thank you for coming on.
So we appreciate Cam Newton coming on. Always a pleasure to talk to him. Thank you, Cam, for making time for your girl. And um, and just, you know, showing that brotherhood, sisterhood. Always appreciate that with respect to that and just the mutual respect, clearly. Um, had lots to say about, you know, just the NFL and not uh, announcing a retirement, talking to teams, thoughts on Lamar. So a whole bunch there, really great conversation. And you know, I respect his style. So uh, E or any of those networks that are looking, if you want to come hire the two of us to come do a style show, I'm always here. You can come get me in my DMs. <laughs> but anyways, um, in addition to that, I, I appreciated his thoughts about uh, Lamar Jackson. And one quick thing I wanted to say about that too, is that, um, you know, and I mentioned it during the podcast that that picture from, you know, him and his mom at the 2018 draft where both of them were kind of leaned over on the table and she's embracing him and being there for him as he had to kind of wait for his name to be called. As we know, that can be very hard and emotional as the entire nation's eyes are on you. That just happened to Will Levis, you know, um, you know, at the draft this past uh, week at Kansas City, uh, obviously, eventually was able to get drafted by the Tennessee Titans. But when you think of that image and how poignant that image is um, in comparison to him getting this five year, $260 million uh, deal, it really just shows you that no matter how much self-doubt you're going through, no matter how isolated you feel, no matter how many times you question yourself, how much adversity you go through, ridicule, uh, disadvantages you might feel like you have to endure, um, the sun does come up every single day and you never know what God wink you might experience that is grace and mercy that can come through your life because he really does see everything and this is me talking to y'all as much as I'm talking to myself because I still myself feel like I'm trying to experience my full uh, restoration uh, from everything that you know I have gone through and I have to be uh, humble and truthful about some of the things that you know I feel like I could have done differently or improve and and likewise some of the things that I feel like no matter what I do I'm just gonna be um you know, offensive just by being me. And then there's the realness of that. But um, I, I, I do appreciate the triumph of his story. Uh, and I also appreciate that both sides are able to come together despite the emotion um, and how personal things definitely did get at times. And I don't think, you know, certain things are gonna be forgotten, but the maturity to get over that, I think is really big from a business standpoint, because even in the journalism field, okay, you know, despite that, that have fantastic colleagues in the business who are immensely talented could teach me a thing or two about different ways that they go about their process you better believe it's definitely not a meritocracy and people are also in their place because of favors and politics and relationships and what we call the soft skills and so really even at this point in my career you realize how much it's not just about the hard skills and how much you produce, how much you break, how many interviews and all things that you get. It's being also a master of the soft skills, the aspects that you can control in terms of people skills and and, and building more relationships of power and, and, and delicacy and all those other things and political. Um, but then there's the soft skills that it, it don't matter, you know, that it, it don't matter how much soft skills you have, you know, people just going to hire who they're most comfortable with. 
And then there's that too. But what I like about what the Baltimore Ravens did is that they were able to put that past that and not let cut off their nose to spite their face and did what was the best business thing for both sides. Because at the end of the day, even though you have to have sportsmanship and, you know, um, you know, certain camaraderie in the workplace and all that other stuff, um, you know, the, the thing at the top of the pyramid is... Um, is you know clearing the business goals being successful being productive you know and that's why i also respect brian dayball who you know talked a lot about you know building a coaching staff that you know uh really brought forth um the skill sets that he was looking for not just hiring his buddies or his friends people he felt like you know maybe even could trust more to keep things in house or whatever it is so i respect that and people who are aware of business skills out in the marketplace not necessarily have to being told to, but you're aware of your own industry. Know who's doing what and adding that to your team. But anyway, so I appreciate that. Cam, thank you for coming on the show. You were wonderful. Good luck to everything. You know I'm going to be coming on and you better DM me. Do not forget that part. But this has been another edition of Undefined with Josina Anderson, hosted by yours truly. Catch us next time. Thank you.